What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Excellent. Just in case it froze on me a little earlier, so. You suck, jackass. Better to be safe than sorry. You suck, you jackass. are red footballs are brown it might be a surprise to him because brady didn't know it brady was fourth down fourth down <laughs> <laughs> my name is pc tony uh, i am your commissioner and your... the commissioner of the united states of fantasy football in america and i'm joined as reason I'm joined as the reason always. I told you to record. Uh, yeah, that skipped on you. I got a little uh, my your voice meter bananaed in my intro, but yes, as as AJ Blaz starts drinking heavily due to the events of last evening, I am joined, of course, by the man, the myth, the legend, the other half of the world's greatest tag team. Never, it's him. It is him. It doth be DPP. He's a scientist. That's a fact. Uh, voice meter can suck a dick today, apparently. All right, Jeez. go voice meter, and let's move on. DP's angry. Let him, you know, grab a oh, yeah. grab a drink. You know, see, I cannot now. confirm nor deny. I've been drinking since two thirty today. All right, hey, that's good for you, dudes. Like I still have what two hours left of work. Fuck this, I'm gonna have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> kind of probably how AJ felt after last night's football game. Tom Brady seemingly not knowing what down it was clearly had the check down to the running back. AJ, your thoughts as we get right into it, Mr. Funky Phenomenal Freshmeister. I I feel like he was trying to like pull the wool over the ref's eyes no, cuz there's no, no way Brady let's, No, let's not. Come on now. Don't let's not. Let's not go there. Come on now. No, no, no. That that entire game was sloppy. On both sides, I, I, oh, I need, 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 I need. 
the hell's going on over there, DP? What's going on? Your, your computer just does not want to deal with us today. Is your um, is your recording skipping, or what does it sound like in your ears? It freezes at that point when you can't hear me. It's it's frozen. The voice meter goes frozen, and I have to shut it down. Wow. Yeah. Well, why don't yeah, you? It's... Why don't you? Why don't you stop recording? And I will send you this recording because the intro already went through, and uh, there's a little behind the scenes for you folks on what we're gonna do here. And uh, I got everything, so I think we'll be good to go. Well, there you go. We uh, it doesn't appear that yet. I can record anyway, so you know. There we go. And then we won't have to hear the voice meter bananaing. So. Well, hopefully, voice meter stays open on its own without recording. So we'll see how it goes. There we go. All right. Well, we got DP for now. We got AJ. We got plenty of things going on this week. DWI podcast. Clearly, everyone needs a drink. Tampa Bay fans. DP with computer problems. I'm always down for a drink. It's what you're drinking. Drink it in, man. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Yeah, we caught a little there too, didn't we? I think you're. Uh, Did we? I think your computer's drunk. It might be. It's been over. Well, no, fuck that. I haven't used this computer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got. Maybe it needs one. Here, here. There you go. Yeah, no, yeah. Do that. That's a very. That's a very Homerish thing. I'll get it. I'll get it working. So I got a three Floyd zombie dust. The old, the awesome zombie dust can there. I don't know if you can see that or not. It's pretty sweet. DP, well, as, he, as DP walks away, we'll, we'll ask AJ what he's drinking over there. I seen you had some kind of. Did you have a forty of High Life there or something? No, no, it's still the Jim Beam. We're almost done with it. Andrew and I have to go alcohol shopping in a little bit because uh, I, I would say we needed it for Pod, but we, we, we've been not getting Pod recently. So I'm I'm saving the Jim Beam for Fridays. There you go. See, you're welcome. <laughs> As uh, we see DP DP's... holding up some margarita mix. I just brought the whole bottle. It's actually a ready-to-drink margarita Kirkland brand from Costco. That's it's okay. It's a little... Uh, it's got a little bit of too much citric acid to it. Does um, it have the alcohol but... in it already or no? It's Oh, yeah, pre-made, so it's ready nice. to go. It's got the alcohol in it, so... So you're drinking tequila now. I gotta do crap but pour and drink. (laughs) That's hey, if if it works, it works. Much easier. So when did you start switching over to margaritas? Uh, we bought some uh, the other week just because uh, the Dillonator wanted some margaritas and didn't want to make the whole thing and. I, we had heard about this one and was like, we were at Costco, so we're like, ah, we'll give it a shot and bought a couple bottles of it. So I just figured it was easier than trying to mix a drink at this point. I'm like, I can easily quickly pour that and just sit and drink it. 
that's all right. So, well, I gotta tell it's you, it's not like I'm making the switch or anything. I'm still, I'm still on my, you know, other drinks. But well, here's the DP oh. in this week's uh, episode 248 of the DWI podcast. <laughs> Let's let everybody know what's happening this week on episode 248. Well, we're waiting. The big show. The tequila. She. Tequila. She. All right. This week, we're going to give our thoughts. Big show. She. Big show. She. Takeover 31, uh, post-Takeover 31 thoughts, uh, the big return at the end. Uh, we got some draft rumors for this weekend. Uh, the, the the overall weekend, like is it, if it's a draft weekend, like Labor Day weekend is a weekend Friday through Monday. Draft weekend in WWE, Friday and Monday, right? So very interesting to see what happens tonight. We'll go over what kind of rules they set for that and, and what our thoughts are on some current spoilers or, or predictions on them sheets of, that are oh so dirty. We'll go, go over that. Uh, Dynamite has their one-year anniversary and four title matches set for that. We got trivia. We got Blame It on the Alcohol Fantasy Football. And a last call that we're going to make a list for Les Champions. DP, ring the bell. No, we didn't get it. Go ahead and just just uh, just ring your bell. Ring your bell. Yeah, ring that bell on yeah, the side. Yeah, ring that bell on the side. Now we're bananaing. Now we're bananaing. There we go. We got there a bell go. there somewhere. All right, here we go. There we go. Episode <laughs> DP is just he's just here for the commentary. There. <laughs> Not D-W-I even. DWI two forty eight technical difficulties. 
Recording uh, or not? No, recording. I think tequila. Tequila. Adidas uh, voice beater, tequila. thou art a heartless bitch. We might actually have to start. Do we have to start planning 250? Are we doing anything special? Or are we just. Uh, what are we. I feel like I'm Patrick O'Dowd. I'm having uh, show meetings yeah. on the air. Should be. Uh, I love you, Patrick, but don't do take that. This one offline. <laughs> It's all it's all good. It's all good. I'm gonna say no. All, good. all right, we'll we'll talk about that after the show then. Uh we'll see what we can do for you guys for episode two fifty. It's been a long time since we've had a guest. I don't know how ambitious and how connected I still am as of recently. I haven't talked to a lot of people in a long time. But I'm still I, I'm sure I could pull something out of my ass if we wanted to get a guest. So or we could just do the fun house kind of thing. I'm having the meeting right now, whether you like it or not. Apparently, so that's eh. that's what's happening right yeah. now. I'm just it's I'm rambling. Thrown in in the sheets. You could you could play Hi, a soundbite if your computer fucking works. Okay, <laughs> baby, to move beyond <laughs> to a different Shut topic, but fuck you're fucked. <laughs> fucking Kyle, right, Petty, really? <laughs> Ember Moon is back. Let's talk about that. Anybody? There yeah. we go. All right, yes. AJ. AJ. Ember Moon is back. Thoughts. I, and, and Ember you know, Moon's back. I'll just say this. So nice. I thought she, we might not see her ever return. The first couple, you know, six to eight weeks she was out, it sounded like we may never see her again. Yeah, it uh, it sounded like, especially when they still had backstage going on on FS1, she said, like, I, I might have to retire from how bad the Achilles is. Ah, lol, JK, TakeOver 31, back in NXT for Ember Moon. So, I mean, it's nice to see that, especially since EO's going to have not just Ember showing up to face her, but another person on the Tron talking to her and Tony Storm, too. So, th- those are two notable names that could go against EO Shirai and a major threat to the NXT Women's Championship. Yeah, I'm really excited that she was got back, uh, just for her sake, right? I mean, because... You know, like like we said, the the injury was so bad she may have never been able to come back again, and here she is, you know, back and everything. So that's awesome. You know, great for her. Awesome to see her back. She was a heck of a wrestler, so it's great to see what she's gonna do here. I'm a little surprised that they put her into the NXT roster with the women's division being so solid there in NXT. That boy, the main. Now we're going to get some echo. I was about to say we just we just got a head shake. Can you uh can you reroute yourself back into Skype with turning off voice meter? He knows what I'm talking about. I'll just say this. Uh, we're dealing with technical difficulties this week. Folks, you don't mind. We're all drinking. I I don't... Um, you talk about being surprised she goes down to NXT, but if we're going to get people drafted out of NXT, specifically maybe uh, one or two really good talents, why not have her come back into NXT? I think she fits better in NXT anyways, but I still think she's very good in what she did. On you know, She's definitely main roster uh, material. And a, and a potential champion there, but I think for right now, coming back, I think it's kind of a perfect kind of shot in the arm, considering NXT is going to lose some talent from that roster. DP, shall we shall we ask you your thoughts to finish those thoughts? Sure. Um, 
Let's see how it sounds because I just turned voice meter off. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I guess that it does make a little bit of sense. I mean, if she's, you know, bring her back to NXT to give her, you know, a little more experience, get the ring rust off her, you know, that kind of thing. You know, it's been whatever she, what was it, 14, 18 months? I can't remember. 14 months, I think she said it was, she was gone. So, I mean, that's, it's a long time. Takes a little bit to, to get that ring rust off you. So and and like you said, if if they're gonna draft a few people up to the main roster, which I assume is probably gonna happen, then that's okay. It just you know was just a little surprising when you you know we look at that roster of women on you know Raw where they lost Becky and lost Charlotte for so long here that you know bringing Ember Moon back would have been a big shot uh, for the division. But if we do see a few of them come up, then that's cool too. So we'll see what they do here on on draft. Did you guys have anybody else that you thought it was going to be before the motorcycle helmet came off? Why well, I had no idea, honestly. See, when the motorcycle, like, the helmet came on, I'm like, really, they're going to put Retribution in there, even though they just moved everyone up from there? And then when the helmet actually got removed, I'm like, oh, that's a nice surprise that everyone will love. Everyone's going to enjoy that. We, we all like that. Everyone thumbed that up. Ember Moon back for the NXT Women's Championship. I really can't complain. It, it was solid. Let's talk about NXT TakeOver 31. I guess the headline is, is Finn retains and suffers broken jaw. Thoughts on that match? And then kind of the ending of what we saw there with uh, Ridge Holland taking... Uh, Adam Cole to, out to the woodshed and dumping him out in the, by the ringside area. Uh, I mean, the match was solid. It was, like I said before last week, it was going to be match of the night because both of them can just go and hammer it in. Finn getting, what was, did he, Something happened to his jaw. It was like dislocated or fractured or something. I thought he broke in two it in places. Two, he broke it in two places. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know something happened, and Kyle also had like several shattered teeth, and they both just kept going. So I I really enjoyed the match. I thought it was a solid match, but I was confused with Ridge Holland. Yeah, I no. guess they're trying to get him over there. But let's go back to your other point about talking about how stiff this match was. Can't can't you still have a good match without like was this necessary? Because it seemed like they were purposefully out there to prove that they're two of the toughest people. But yet now they come away with this all this pain and suffering. Where is it really really necessary? Do you know what I mean? To kind of sidestep yeah. into a different you know. I'm not saying you have to be the Miz, but the Miz has still still done pretty goddamn well for himself by not taking a lot of you know shitty physical mistakes. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing. Like they could have done without like going super stiff on each other and you know all the injuries that they caused to each other, but it kind of made it somewhat better with you know they're proving to themselves like hey we are this tough, we are going to do everything, like make sure hard bleed with the mouth, through the mouth and everything like that, I think they had like lacerations in different areas, like on their ribs and back and whatnot too, but was the stiffness necessary? Not 
really, but it did prove that they were two of the uh, toughest sons of bitches that they have in NXT right now, and it, it's probably just going to propel further, especially with the rumors with Undisputed Era and and how all of that's going to go, and Finn being a defiant defending champion. So, should be good, especially with uh, the story with Ridge Holland now going forward, assuming he's healthy. Because I didn't like how they just randomly threw him into the entire mix, where it's like, did 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 you see him beat up Adam? Like, what happened there? I don't know. He just dumped him off on the ringside area, and now everyone's like, oh, no, what happened to Adam Cole? Ridge killed the man. So I'd like to see where that goes forward, but time will tell. Well, it's going to be a long time before we get that uh, resolution since he, Ridge Holland, dislocated and fractured his left ankle and uh, dislocated his patella tendon, uh, ruptured his tendon as well, so... I don't think we're going to be getting back to that storyline anytime soon, which is unfortunate because, you know, he was a big dude. They looked like they were ready to give him a good push, and, you know, he had a good look to him, so it's so it's unfortunate for him, uh, really. So good luck to him on, you know, recovering and everything and getting back. You know, just a freak accident, you know, things happen. But, uh, you know, I, you know I, I didn't think that match was that great. I was really hoping that, Finn Balor and Adam, or Adam Cole, geez, Kyle O'Reilly, we're going to have, you know, a little bit more of than that physical match that you guys were talking about, but it felt awkward to me watching that, and I thought they could have done a lot better of a job with that match, but, you know, I think the outcome was what we thought it would be, and it's cool to see that it looks like Undisputed Era is still sticking together, so I'm looking forward to see what they do with those guys as a group, and with everything going on with Ridge Holland, you know, maybe there's more that they could do with the Undisputed Era here with the draft coming. What other matches stood out to you guys? I, I, I mean, the card was really good to me all around. I thought everything exceeded expectations as far as a match goes, right? Like, you know, the minimum of what you were expecting from them. Anything else stand out to you guys besides those matches? I mean, I really like Priest and Gargano. I mean, I thought EO and LeRae was pretty nice. Uh, the Cruiserweight match was okay. Thoughts on Kushida and Dream? I know Dream was back again on Wednesday night. I was surprised that they're continuing that storyline. It seemed like Kushida winning that match was it was a perfect opportunity when he fought Champa there that they could have moved Kushida on to, like we said, you know, a title match of some sorts. So it's it's a little interesting that they're going to try and continue this or at least have maybe one more blow off match here on NXT coming up. Yeah, I, I I mean, honestly, the way that we booked it was probably better where it was he got the uh, a title opportunity or a title shot and whatnot. It, continuing the story is good because it gives them something to do, but it, it you don't need to play out a long storyline. Like, NXT's not really that focused on long-term storylines. Like, they did it with Karrion uh, Cross and Keith Lee, and that was beautifully done, and now they're going to do it again since he's hurt, and it's like, yeah, we're just going to redo this entire clock. Tick-tock. He's waiting still, so that's completely different. NXT's not very, like, focused on, yeah, we're going to go with, like, a three-month storyline here, so Kushida and Velveteen Dream are going to, like, kill each other a little more. 
I don't. I'm not a big fan of that at all. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. Sorry, guys. I'm just kind of uh, looking into this draft as we approach uh, recording. Eh, a little, little less than two hours before the Friday Night SmackDown version, the night one of the draft gets set up here. Uh, that's going to be our next topic here. Anything else you guys want to talk about from TakeOver or NXT related moving forward? I mean, a lot of it's going to play into what we're looking at here. I'm actually looking at these people in the draft pool, and it doesn't look like NXT isn't even involved in the draft pool. Like, I don't even see NXT superstars in the draft pool. I guess this is a good time to transition. Um, we could do it like this. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And while you're listening on whatever device you may be on, you can easily hit that internet browser of yours. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. I got it right first time this guy this week, guys. Someone hit a bell. Anybody got a bell? No. No. Didn't hear any of them. Can we get a bell? Can we get a god? Can we get a goddamn bell around here? Jesus I Christ! Rang it, I rang he it. finally gets the website right, and he got no bells. PC, you hear that bell? no. <laughs> there you go. That yeah, works. There we go. That's what I was looking for. That works. I'm good with that. Okay, stop ringing the fucking bells now. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Go get a fucking t-shirt. God damn it! I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about anymore. These cocksucking motherfuckers over here. Yeah, have a fucking drink some tequila, DP. Oh, winner is you. Get a winner is you t-shirt. There you go. What a great commercial, yeah. eh? Tequila and t-shirts. <laughs> fifth grade, girls' fifth grade basketball. It's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, no can dunk, but good fundamentals. They're more fun to watch. So it doesn't look like so WWE pur- purposely put out these sets of rules and NXT isn't picking. Um, it's the same raw gets three for every two SmackDown because of the length of the show, and they put the superstars into Pool A and Pool B. Well, there's no NXT superstars in there. So here's what Wrestle Votes came out. Who's who's had a lot of stuff fairly accurate. Kind of a uh, Twitter, internet, Meltzer kind of thing with less douchebaggery. A lot less. Fuck you, Jim. Fuck Jim Cornette. Um, so to stay on their own brands, Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre, which we all kind of thought that made a lot of sense to move Bray Wyatt, moving over to Raw, Seth Rollins moving over to SmackDown, and AJ Styles probably moving over to Raw. I don't know that any of that's surprising at all is there something that you guys want to see in particular as far as a matchup or a storyline where one person or another would be on separate brands currently or you want people to stay together i mean bray moving does alexa move to raw as well then considering um that's all going on so we got to think about what's going on with story randy orton look to be staying on raw then considering he's in that feud with drew mcintyre uh, AJ, what, what are you thinking here as I'm laying all this out? You know, we're, we're less than two hours away from the beginning of the WWE fall draft. So I, I also have a picture on my cellular device of the Friday draft pool, which, I mean, of course, it's SmackDown. It's two hours. They're going to have a smaller draft pool and whatnot. 
some of the names on here kind of is like but there's no NXT names of, right there's no NXT name. I can go down the names right here of what I see no you don't have to Asuka. do that you don't have to do that okay fine I was about to say, you're going to go get a refill of alcohol anyway. So, Asuka, Sasha Banks, Bianca Blair, Dana Brooke, Humberto Carrillo, Elias, Angel Garza. Is, is he really talking over me? cold over here? Maybe we get some glacier? <sighs> Drew Gulak, Heavy Machinery, The Hurt Business, Mickey James. draft program and... God. What's that? Were you talking? Did you hear me? Nope. Lies. Labot crystal clear. <laughs> and what was that? Drew Gulak, Heavy Machinery, The Hurt Business, Mickey James, Lucha House Party, Drew McIntyre, Murphy, Ray, and Dominic. Fit Naomi, Finley? The New Day. Hmm? Fit Finley? It, didn't he get fired or furloughed? Perry Saturn? Is he draftable? Moppy? I'm going to hit you. Roman mm -hmm. Reigns, Ricochet, Seth, Mandy Rose, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Chad Gable, AJ right. Styles, Jey Uso. If we're not going to get Moppy and Perry Saturn, can we get Chavo um, and Pepe? Not gonna... Are they going to team? Are they going to be drafted Pe together? Pe no? Okay. I don't know. That's some of the things that are interesting on this list is that they talk about, oh, if it's a tag team, you know, you could take them together unless you just want one or the other, but yet... They have Angel Garza and Andrade separate. They have one of the Usos listed, not even both Usos. I understand one's hurt, but whatever. Ray and Dominic Mysterio are not a tag team, yet they're together. Some of these are just interesting pairings that they put on this list. Would together. you rather Would you rather not have this stuff? Is basically what all this is coming back around to the question here is, would you rather them just say, "Yeah, we're having a draft, and everybody's up for grabs," and they don't? Yes. Well, is it yes. is it is it Raw and SmackDown and NXT? Well, we're having a draft, and everybody's up for grabs. Well, can anybody be drafted on any night? Well, we're having a draft, and everybody's up for grabs. So, how many picks does Raw get as opposed to SmackDown? Well, we're having a draft, and everybody's up for grabs. Yeah, just, I'd just rather go have that. back to the old school way of you know the number one draft pick is this person. Okay, fine, that's because, good. Because what I read from the rules is anybody who doesn't get drafted then is a free agent and able to sign with whatever brand they want. So then they're going to do this whole post-Monday Night Raw thing into Tuesday where you get to see all these different people who were taken. And I can't... You really don't... I, I, come on, I, I can't believe... Why, why can I never find this here? This is like... Yeah, well, you know, that's just like... Uh, your opinion, man. Will there be an NXT superstar drafted in the Raw SmackDown draft? DP? Yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. I knew that was coming. <laughs> AJ? <laughs> yeah. I'll say no. I'll say that there will be some coming the following week on the, on the following thing. I don't know. That's my opinion, man. For right now. It could change. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like... Uh... Your opinion, man. Uh, another thing that bugs me because it has both the Friday draft. The the thing that I have is the Friday draft pool and the Monday draft pool. Right. And they're even going further with the. Uh, oh, you can have normal like the tag teams like Miz and Morrison in it, but it has Eric, and then in parentheticals of the Viking Raiders. 
So, so just Eric? No Ivar? Well, he's hurt. That's what I'm talking about. Like, like just because he's hurt? So what? Like, they only list Jay Uso. Like, what about, why not just put both the Usos? It's fine. He's hurt. I get yeah. it. So Eric is hurt, too. Right. <laughs> he just had surgery. So Right, neither of them are hurt. Yeah, they, well, I don't, you know. I don't know. Dabakato's on the list, too, for Monday, which is interesting. A guy we've only seen on Raw Underground and all that, too. So yeah. it makes me feel like, yeah, like, I know I understand that the NXT guys aren't on the list, but I don't think they were on there last time either, and yet some of them got drafted. So I, I assume I, I kind of feel like we're going to see one or two get drafted. But even even so, I like the idea of them just being free agents then after the draft's over, and you can pull some of them up if you want. And I'd like to be surprised, which is kind of, you know, which is why I'd rather just have one big giant pool and let them pick. Yeah. I guess I can just wrap it up by saying this before we go to commercial. WWE, we're having a draft, and everything's up for grabs. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Episode uh, 14 dropped this morning. A winner is you. Winner is you. Yes, sir. The Dinklebot. Yes. What's a, what's a Dinklebot? Uh, you're going to have to listen to find out. Hey, and, and, like and, and where can we listen to that, uh, DPP? Well, you can listen to that on thechairshot.com. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm not going to listen, so I guess I'll never know what a Dinklebot is. <laughs> But I encourage everybody else to listen. <laughs> I encourage everybody else to listen. All right, back here, DWI Podcast, episode 248. What the fuck's a Dinklebot? Um, <laughs> AEW Dynamite, one-year anniversary. We got four title matches. Uh, we're we're getting some interesting things. Miro's going to be wrestling. Um, I'm guessing probably a tag match. Him and Kip Sabian. Hikaru Shida and Big Swole. That's kind of a match I'm really looking forward to. I, I think maybe we could maybe see a title change there. FTR against Best Friends. I'd love to see Best Friends get the belts. I doubt Cody's losing that belt right after he got it back in the dog collar match. But we'll see. Orange Cassidy freshly squeezed. Looking for his first AEW championship. And then we're finally going to get Moxley and Archer. What are you looking forward to most next week, the one-year anniversary of Dynamite, and which title do you think is most likely, if any, to change? I'm looking forward to, you mentioned the Big Swole match, that one, and the title match with uh, Moxley, because I, I feel like one of those two is going to change hands at this point, because it's just a, it's an opportune time for them to do it. Uh, whether it's Moxley, you know, giving it to Archer, I think would be awesome, and having you know, Jake the Snake in his corner could be uh, a good fun run with with the title for Archer for a little while. Uh, but I, I don't see FTR losing it because I think they're obviously destined to have a match with Young Bucks here, and I think that's going to be for the titles. So, you know, the I, I kind of like Archer. I'm looking forward to that one. I think Archer's going to win this thing because there's based on that tournament coming up. You got Kenny Omega, Hangman Page. You know some of those guys coming out of there that could be good baby faces to go after Archer for the title. Yeah, I I think the match that I'm looking forward to the most also is the Moxley Archer match because I've 
I've watched the New Japan match for the United States title that they had, and that was really good, especially since I believe that was a no-disqualification match. I don't know. I'll probably get yelled at later if I was wrong or not because it was a New Japan thing. But that should be a good match. You know, you got shenanigans from Jake Roberts. You got a bunch of things that you can do with that match. Uh, FTR versus Best Friends, like, like DP said, we're going to probably see FTR versus the Young Bucks or the tag titles more than anything. I, I think the title that's most at jeopardy is uh, Hikaru Shida versus Big Swole. Only because, I mean, Big Swole's been showing up. She's been proving that she can go and all that, and she's been doing a real good job at the women's title, but they might move off from her. You never know. Because, like, the point that was said before, Cody just won the TNT title back I shrug as to why but I'm not going to question it because he got a new haircut got a new hair oh, color oh that's right he, he dyed his hair black again that's right He's he's he no longer is ripping off his dad that much but uh against Orange Cassidy Cassidy has been on the rise he beat Jericho in the Mimosa Mayhem match and ba-ba-ba-ba. But yeah, Cody literally just won it. Unless the Dark Order futzes with that match and Cassidy doesn't see it because he's super sleuth and all that. I don't know. This is if, a run. If... This is a run to the smell situation. This is a bookie situation. You you only you only know this if if you've paid attention to uh, football uh, uh, betting lines for years and years and years. Sometimes something just smells wrong. Why would Cody be already defending that title? Well, because maybe he's just the transitional champion they need to make sure that they continue to make Brody Lee look even more powerful, right? Lance Archer has no chance in hell of beating John Moxley, IMO, FYI, BTW. I could see Swole winning, but I don't think I'd bet on it. There's no chance in hell, best friends. But I think, I think Freshly Squeezed could be freshly crowned this Wednesday on the one-year anniversary of AEW Dynamite. I give the somewhat thumbs up, as Orange Cassidy would do. <laughs> Put your fucking hands in your pants and fucking like it. <laughs> oh, God. Well... Whoa. I don't know about that, dude. I don't know about that, dude. Yeah, I got a vote today. Kaboom! Perfect. <laughs> Any other AEW thoughts before we kick it into high gear and give the people what they came for? Uh, give the people, the people what they want. Uh, hopefully, hopefully the anniversary show goes well. I mean, I know that we're not the biggest AEW fans in the world, but... Hopefully it does well. I mean, they, they, they've been around for a year. People love them. They've been winning the ratings war majority of the time. So, hey, if it ain't broke, don't figure it. Yeah, it's it's hard to judge a lot of things right now with, with that pandemic going on. But, I mean, the fact that they've still been continuing to go and it's been a year, I feel like they've been, you know, their roster's been getting better. The wrestling's been getting better. Like, things are moving in, a, in the right direction for them. So, continue doing what they're doing it's like we said it's going to take a little time so i think things are going well there so let's keep it up keep it going 
Yeah, one year in, right? I mean, we talked about <laughs> we talked about all these people that were like, oh my goodness, they're going to be right on level with WWE and everything else. And you can see over the course of the beginning year, it's just, it's year one. Like, I don't, I, I think they've exceeded expectations. Like, are they underachieving to a, to a very pessimistic side uh, storyline-wise? Yeah. I mean, the only place they're clearly underachieving and they're starting to get better was in the women's division. And the storytelling is going to get better because they're going to have more to pull from, from their past because they're going to have a deeper past as they continue to grow, right? It's going to take them three to five years to really get kicking. So, we'll see. AEW, rooting for them, still watching. Uh, looking forward to them having a big, big AEW Dynamite one-year, one-year anniversary for them. So, congratulations to them. I feel we might be talking about something else that is related to Dynamite before the show is over. But for now... TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. about three quarters i'm here good i don't maybe maybe before the it's over i don't know how fast i'll drink sorry go ahead Uh, oh you're fine you're fine because it's the weekly fun time that we always have it's phenomenal it's funky fresh trivia i'm not gonna lie because i uh got a new notepad i don't remember who won in all honesty i I think that guy I was about to say, I think it was Tunny. Yeah, it was. So, so uh, yet again, we have our lovely contestants that we usually have. Tunny and DPP. Three questions. I'm not going to lie. All of them are wrestling related. Some of them are multiple questions in one with a bunch of points. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I heard that. What? I heard that. <laughs> Uh, and uh, there, there might be a little fun at the end of this because there might be a super secret question, especially going with what we're going to have for last call. Oh boy, there we go. I like it. That's right. Last Ooh, call and here we go. Last call and trivia are going hand in hand with this one because, well, we'll see later. So, DP. Door number one. Door I won. I won last week. This is total BS. I, I get to go. I get to pick. DP door number one. Door oh, is this total BS? <laughs> Fucking Blink Fartendale over there. Always <laughs> give the person who lost last week the first pick. No, I have to. Where one get the first pick? <sighs> door number one. Door number two. Door number three. Oh. DP. Blink fucking Fartendale. Right, I'll take door number one, Tom Bergeron. Alrighty. <laughs> door number one. Oh, 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 oh. Alright, so this is a two-part question, so this is worth two points, one for each question. Who has the longest accumulative time spent in Royal Rumbles? The second part is how long? The closest. I'm not going to say closest without going over because you might. Yeah. Because it's a long, long time. 
Oh, shit. Who's been in the longest in cumulative Royal Rumbles and for how long? Cumulative Royal Rumbles? Cumulative. Their career. How long have they been in the Royal Rumbles? Like, career. in their entire oh, career. Oh, hit the fucking music, <laughs> asshole! <laughs> fucking stalling oh, cunt. <laughs> no, uh... no, I don't know it. Remember, you can still get a point if you just randomly throw in some times. You might, you might still Man. get a point. Alright. How long has someone spent in their entire career? Jesus yeah. Christ, Tony! That's a <laughs> what? Oh, the okay. total time in the in the rumble for all the years he's been in, or one rumble <laughs> for all the years, but fifteen oh, hours. You got the. You still got one point because it is Y two J. Wasn't he in thirty seven Royal Rumbles? No, come on. Mm. Right. <laughs> Give me a list of all the Royal Rumbles he was in. No, I'm kidding. No, but it was Y2J. It was Y2J. He's been in there for four hours, 59 minutes, and 33 seconds. Is DP going to get a fucking point for this one? Get a point? Uh, no, because sure. one was, like, just a match, and the other one was above and beyond. So I'm just going to be like, no, we're going to retcon that. You got the point. Yeah. Hey, 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 remember, there's still a super secret question. It's total BS. Oh, you get to pick door number two or door number three. Door number... Ooh, that's a good question. Door number... Door number two? Door number dos? Is that a question? Or oh, that you wanted? <laughs> or do you want that door? Door number three. Door number three. Alright, so... Door number three's question is... Who won the gimmick battle royal at WrestleMania 17? 17. Yeah. Oh, we had a bunch of notable fun names, you know, like Brother Love and uh, Tony's favorite person, Jim. I love you. I don't know how I did that. Oh, I know one. I think. There he is. Now he's got it. I think I do. I was thinking, yeah. Was I paused? Did it look like I was paused? Because I was thinking. Dude. Yeah. Alright, Tony said Sandman. DP got the point with Sheiky, yeah, baby! Right. The Iron Sheik one? Sheik. Oh, yeah, because he couldn't get it. There was no way he was going to get thrown over the top rope. He couldn't move. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the trivia. Total BS. <laughs> uh, Tony hates trivia, breaking his back, the, making him humble. Fuck the AJ Velaz, fuck the 2020, fuck the <laughs> trivia, fuck the Sheiky winning the battle. Total BS. Fuck the total BS. Uh, well, there's one more question. Uh, A serious question, but you still, still win it. Is, with is it one to one now? One. It's one to one. This is it's one to BS. one. This is crap. One to one. So. Gentlemen, bullshit. How? I'll, I'll, I'll try to make Tony smile a little bit here. 
How many intercontinental championships has the one has the one Y2J Chris Jericho won? What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. How many intercontinental championships? I'm pretty sure this is the number. I'll do a closest without going over. You ready? All right, are we cutting it? Yeah, cutting we're it off. I we're mean, I mean, ready. we both have it. I, I think we I'm both got gonna... it. Yeah, we both got it. Niner. Oh! Niner. <laughs> Guys, I didn't say WWE Intercontinental oh, Championship. I knew you were going to do that. Just Intercontinental Championships. Whatever. Well, we're still tied. We're still tied. <laughs> we're still tied, and I think we're both happy neither of us won for that fucking horse shit, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I technically I should have thought of that. I should have thought of you fucking. Oh, I should have said AJ Blaz funky I fresh knew you were bullshit. More than hey 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 guys guys, there's there, there's a second part to this one too. There's gonna be multiple. There's gonna be multiple answers because I knew you motherfuckers were gonna forget the the IWGP one. I didn't forget. I just I like I knew you were gonna like count those. And I should have said ten because I knew not. I think either way he was gonna fuck us. Fuck you, bastard. Oh, uh, let's, let's see how well you know. Uh, Why don't you tell that bitch to shut her mouth before I come over there and fuck start her face? <laughs> <laughs> tell me what movie that's from. Tell me what movie that's from, huh, cocksuckers? Huh? Yeah, for an extra point, uh, tell me who said that. it. Uh, Here, let me say the line it. again. Tell that bitch over there to the shut line. her mouth before I come over there and fuck start her face. Name the, name the actor and the movie. I know that, too, and I can't. All right, back to trivia. Back to, back to trivia. You remind me. I'll, I'll tell you before we're done here. Go ahead. There's right, DWI right. Podcast so, so, number 248. Fuck starter face. God, no. Now we're cooking with gas. Right. So there are four others that have held that same IWGP Intercontinental Championship that are in WWE and AEW. Name as many as you can. Oh. So four other... Hold on, hold on. There are four others in WWE and AEW that have held that Intercontinental Championship. So there's a total of eight? No, no, no. So there's four other people that have held the IWGP Intercontinental, Intercontinental Championship that are currently in AEW or WWE. Correct? Thank you, Tom. All right. Yes. Rock and roll. Oh, Jesus. Can I can I can I give more than four names? Just hoping that I'm one of the five. No, motherfucker. You only do four names. Give me, give me two and a half minutes. I gotta. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> ready? Here we go. Ah, uh, shit. I don't know. Right, remember, there's still a secret one. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, PC's got me. I don't know New Japan. Tony, Tony got it. Yeah. Because of Shinsuke and Omega. Yeah. 
I had Omega. The the other two were. Uh, wait, wait, don't tell me. Uh, wait, 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 don't tell me. No, don't tell me. Did DP get one of them? That I didn't. Well, of course, DP got one of them. He said Omega. You got no, two though. No, that I didn't. So that we okay. So Finn and AJ are wrong. Finn and AJ are incorrect. Finn only won the junior. AJ only won the world. Okay. There's two other people that are either an aide or Cody. He only won the U.S. Oh. The, the other two are in WWE. Hmm. Interesting. I uh, will give that. Riley. Kyle O'Reilly? Nah, he was. Nah, he, he only they, they competed junior, for our junior tag. I thought he was one of the junior tags in. Uh... Well, he did with Red Dragon. So he had an IWGP. He had a he had a belt over there. Um, I see. They're both in WWE. Oh, um, Small Joe. No. No, Joe never competed in New Japan that much. Uh, he did compete. I thought he did compete in New Japan a little bit, but he never won a belt. Um, boy, yeah, are, they, are they? Oh, Daniel, no. Are they in NXT or WWF? They are both on Raw currently. I will say currently since uh, the draft. Oh, is gonna... uh, Andrade. Ah. Uh, that's one of them. Okay, yeah. La Sombra, right? The La Sombra. Yeah, La Sombra. Shout out to Kenny Killer for that. Um, boy, I'm Owens. glad I, I just I'm glad I'm making everybody yell at their uh yell at their TV their 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 yeah. listening device right now. Yeah, I I, so I, I can raw. hear Greg from here just going, Fuck, it's this person, the first champion. Oh, I don't know. Go ahead and tell me. I don't wanna make people keep listening to this. This is brutal. Montel Vontavious Porter. MVP, MVP. I would never got it. That's right. I forgot. The very first Intercontinental (sighs) Champion. But like I said, there's a super secret alpha since it is Jericho's 30th anniversary coming up. That's our last call. I'll give it away. I don't really care. Dickhead. I know. (laughs) Come on. You know my last name. You know I'm a dick. Come on. Get on with it. So does everyone remember the one... Money in the bank. So I haven't won. So I haven't won. We did tiebreaker, and now there's an extra, extra credit. This is worth 30 points if you can get it. 30 points. And it's just fun because it's for Jericho's 30th. Nice. Where did Jericho win the first sixth Money in the Bank title match that he proclaims that he won? He said this back on a Raw like four years ago. Where did he win? being stupid. Where did he? Wait, that's the question again. The, where, where, where did he win the first, the first money in the or the sixth? However, he said it. He said the first, and then he said the sixth because Sami Zayn was questioning him. I don't understand because he question, didn't though. fucking win one. But what was the city that he just said that he won it from? There's four options that you can say. I'll hit the music. Oh, and, yeah, I don't even know what the fuck you're <laughs> talking about. Really, man. I, I didn't know I paid attention to WWE that much four years ago. This was back when they were all on top of the ladders. And they were doing a money in the bank discussion. And Jericho was like, I'm the expert in it. I, I invented money in the bank. I won one. Really, you won one. Yeah, I won the first. You won the first. The sixth. Was it the first? Okay, what city was it in? He gave four answers. Four answers? You have to get one of the four? Can I put down more than one? Well, I guess it's too late. I put down one. If you want. No, you can only put down one! I can only put down four for the other thing! Hey, hey, be quiet, you stupid idiot! 
We're doing Jericho questions here. Yo ho ho and a bottle of dumb. <laughs> That's what I was going to put. <laughs> Moose jaw. Uh, all right. Tony still won. Yeah. It was none of those. <laughs> decided to say uh, Apple. W where's Apple? The, the windy apple. Where's the windy apple? Uh, the big apple. Oh, you want it in New York? I know. I want it in stupid idiotville. You stupid idiot. Damn it. Oh yeah, we're done with trivia now. Oh, <laughs> one fucking last trip I ever take to stupid idiotville. Last call? Is it? Dad. Well, don't we still have to do football? Oh, yeah, we do. Well, you know why I forgot uh, that? Gentlemen, I need a beer, so why don't you, right here, talk about your thoughts right now, quarter of the way through the NFL season, and the impact the COVID is having in setting your fantasy football lineups, because DP, I'm sure you've come across this problem. I'll tell you, it's come across by problem because I keep picking up Goskowski and then continuing to have to drop him because <laughs> the Titans can't play. Ugh. I'm I'm slightly glad that I did not do fantasy football this year, other than what we're doing today. But I, hey, at least we got four weeks without total BS of right. fantasy football going on. I'm more surprised that we got that much out of the way. But I, I think I read something where it's uh, it, it they could just forfeit the match against the Bills or something like that. Well, they're set to play Tuesday. Um, yeah. And the Patriots are set to play Monday. So it's funny because in, in my leagues, I have both of them. I have Josh Allen. I started the year with both of them with uh, Cam Newton. I traded Newton in one of them and picked up Kareem Hunt, which turned out to be phenomenally and funky and also fresh right now as it looks. But I had to go out and drop yeah. guys on my bench that I had like young guys on my bench that I thought would start doing well or in a dynasty league would, would be studs down the road. And I had to drop guys because I had to go pick up quarterbacks just in case the Buffalo game isn't going to happen. So luckily Bridgewater in one league, uh, which uh, maybe not the best pickup, but the guy's been having a good in Wentz in another league. So it's, they're both 10 team leagues. It's just been really interesting as far as fantasy wise, just to kind of talk about that for a second. Cause that's what we're doing is thinking about, not only is this guy questionable or injured, is he going to play this week, but is that game going to happen, right? And uh, it's just kind of made it a mess for fantasy football, in my opinion. Being the commissioner of one league, you know, and, you know. Yeah. Uh, like, I, like I said, I'm more surprised that we got through this amount of weeks without having a problem until now, so... Well, this is the kind of stuff I talked about on Three Man Weave is the fact that NFL is not doing a bubble, right? I mean, 
NFL compared to baseball, like baseball didn't do a bubble, but let's put it this way. There's six days in between, seven days in between, ten days in between, bye week in between football games. The baseball season, they played every fucking day. There was no time for them to go out and do this with this person or do that with that person. They had a day off and they were at home. They probably just stayed at home with their family because their quarantine measures were like that. And I know the NFL has done really good testing, and if you did the percentages, there's been a lot of people that didn't test positive for COVID there. I mean, the NBA, bar none, has done the best job, along with the basketball tournament that was preceding it in July. But there's a lot more time for these NBA guys to go out and visit around with somebody or see more people. There's more downtime. That's what I mean compared to Major League Baseball. Yeah, it's it's definitely a lot harder. It's a lot harder to fill these games in. You know, you you can't. There's more people. Have double too. headers or back to backs or anything no. like that. You can't do it. No. How do I you mean, fill it in? Look at like Buffalo, I believe. Um, so Buffalo, because of Tennessee, now is going to have to play Tuesday and then turn back around and play uh, their Thursday. They were supposed to play Thursday this week as well. Just so you know, the following week, mm-hmm. that's going to get turned back around, I believe, put to Sunday or Monday. So, I mean, look at that. Another, not only did the Pittsburgh Steelers get punished because of the Titans with losing, not knowing their bi- they were on their bye week until Friday and then having the longest stretch, a uh, week longer than the Packers and Lions. But now, in turn, the Buffalo Bills get punished as well because of waiting to think and happen. You know, and then you got the Jets and the Cardinals, and it's just a just a fucking mess. So, I don't know. Any other NFL thoughts yeah. there, guys? Sorry to go off on a little tangent there. So, so what, what, what's the thing with the Jets again? Like a player is somebody got, tested, tested positive. positive. So they're thinking they're going to uh, move that game. Uh, where are the Jets on here? I think they're Sunday. On Sunday right? Actually, they're yeah. not. Uh, Arizona was planning on leaving. One player tested positive, so there's no other positive test. They'll probably play Sunday. That player will be out. Uh, Arizona did leave to go to New York today, so it would be really interesting to see if they ended up flying all that way for nothing. Yeah. See, you, you know what the Jets need to do? Oh, they boy. need to find out who that player oh, is <laughs> and cough on Adam Gase. <laughs> I'm not even a Jets fan, and I want that to happen. <laughs> Bill O'Brien made the playoffs four out of the last seven years, and he lost his job before Adam Gase. Now, I'm not saying Bill O'Brien That's because they gave, should or they should they not gave have. Bill O'Brien too much leeway. Well, Adam Gase should not be a professional football coach in the NFL. Not a head coach. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, no, definitely not a head coach. Maybe a defensive or special teams coach, but. The the thing with Adam Gase, and I don't know why the Jets are just they epitomized the infamous butt fumble and just made it their own thing anymore, where they're just a giant butt fumble to the NFL. And with Bill O'Brien, he was a decent enough head coach, but the fact that they made him GM and made him like the freaking they gave him too much power is what happened. Yeah, we're going to trade DeAndre Hopkins for 
David Johnson, who had like two freaking ACL tears. Well, apparently JJ Watt had it out with him, and that was the last straw. So there you go. You know, yeah, go I mean, ahead. he's gonna move on, and he'll probably get a job somewhere else down the road. But all right, let's get into. I'm, some... I'm more su- I'm more surprised that Bill O'Brien, for the last thing that he did, I'm more surprised that he didn't trade JJ Watt to the Steelers for like three Subway sandwiches. All right, it's, what's on the Italian BMT? You're here like every day. All right, let's get into some picks. <laughs> let's get into some picks. Mind you, uh, gentlemen of people who could possibly be injured or possibly not be playing because of COVID. Because it's been biting us in the ass. There are no repicks, folks. Once these picks are made Friday late afternoon, they're set in stone. So, I think uh, this week, this week I get the first position pick, DP gets the second position pick, and AJ gets to go first, the third and fourth time. I believe that's where we're at. If not, tough shit. There's a wide talent of pool. Suck on it. Suck on these balls. All right, here we go. What's that? (laughs) These nuts. That's right. Okay. So, DP, position and player. Por favor. I thought you went. Oh, thought you went first. Sure. Yeah, you're first. Oh, my God. Jesus. All right, I like that even better. That's even better. Blame it on the alcohol. I'll go first. No, no. (laughs) No, no, no. He'll go first and second. No, 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 no. Oh, no. I will go with Russie the Love Mussy going at home against those ever so porous Swiss cheese of a defense Minnesota Vikings. Ah, so uh, R- Russell Wilson, he's going I quarterback. <laughs> I don't know who he picked yet. Who was that? Russy the Love Mussy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, in that case... Love uh, Mussy. I boy, is he gonna do it again? Um, you can't pick Patrick Mahomes, DP. I am not. I'm gonna go with uh, good old, uh, good old Dakari Prescott. Oh, going against the Giants. Okay, New York teams are the shit. Yeah, aren't they? The drizzling shits. Ugh. The drizzling shits, to be exact. Okay. AJ, who's your QB uh, this week? I feel dirty for saying this, but I need to start winning more. So <laughs> Yes, you do. Here's the current standings. Uh, eight points for DP, six points for PC, and two for AJ. Through four yeah, weeks. Yeah, I, 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 I squeaked Dropping away. Dropping the deuce then, everybody. Eh. Dropping the deuce with the deuce. But I'm not going to go with one. deuce. Oh, it's the sweet one. Oh, little sweet on a tiny horse. I'm going to actually pick... AJ only got two points. <laughs> I should have just given trivia to DP. AJ's in last place. Oh. I'm picking Big Ben. Oh. It's going with Big I'm Ben. I'm picking Big Ben against oh. the Eagles. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Especially since Darius Slay got hurt, so they don't really have that much of a defense for the birds. All right, gentlemen, I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey this week. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. What's happening? DP gets to pick second. <laughs> I just, just seeing if you're just seeing if you're paying attention. That's fine. If you oh, want. yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. If you want them, you can have them. That's fine. Whatever. You Travis? Want. No. <laughs> That's fine. You can have them. Actually, I was going to go wide receiver. This is craptacular. That's right. 
you know, we mentioned that uh, Arizona New York matchup. I'm going to hope that matchup happens, and I'm taking. Oh, he's taking a risk. Yeah, he's going to happen. He's taking D hop. We're going to see. We're going to make it make it happen. Okay, okay. I can see you there. I see you there. So wide receiver, huh? Wide receiver, you say? Hmm. I do say. Mm-hmm. Seattle's known to give up some uh, some receiving yards, so I'll go with Adam Thielen this week. Adam Thielen. Because I'm hooked on a feeling. I'm fine on believing that these guys score a touchdown. All right, this is getting bad. It is. Um. So, so <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm also going to go against the New York team. I'm going to go against the Giants, however. You picked Dakota Prescott. I'm going to pick cd's nuts lamb oh i almost i almost picked him actually they have a plethora of weapons over there though all right they do aj do you get to pick you're going super duper running back tight end is left whatever your pick your poison there sir so uh let's see let's see let's see who do i want who do i want i think i'm gonna go running back on this one And I'm going to pick good old Kareem Hunt. Okay. And the reason why? Eh, There's a reason why. I'm not going to say it, though. Because Nick Chubb is out and they're at home? Yep. There you go. Nick Nick Chubb is out and they're at home. Well, DPI picked first in the first slot, so you picked first in the second slot. So that means I get first pick here? Yes. Or, well, the number two pick here? Yes. All right. All right. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Uh, mm-hmm. 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 Man, oh, man. Do I have to – do I double Fuck. up? Fuck. You should because I'm here. pissed off because I can't pick him this week. God damn it. <laughs> I'll just write oh, it down. Can. You took him last week? Yeah, I did. I'll write it down. You got Elliot. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take Zeke. DP's got Zeke. I like that pick right there. Oh, man, it's just really tough. Zeke and Hunter are the really good picks this week. Yeah, I was debating it because that's why, I, you know, picking up Dak, I didn't want to do both, but uh, it's hard to pass up Zeke against the Giants this week. Yeah. I'll do Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at home. Hilaire. Ooh. Oh, against the, Va- uh, the Vegas Raiders? Yeah. The Raiders. Tight end is what's left. AJ. Who, who did I pick last week? Because I completely forget. Uh, oh, yeah. He had 40.1 points and you still couldn't win. <laughs> George Kittle. Ah, <laughs> uh, George Kittle. Right. So, uh, hold on. When when Tony wanted to, to, to skip ahead in line, what was the tight end that he uh, said? Uh, Travis Kelsey, please. Hunter Henry. I think he said Hunter Henry. I remember correctly. <laughs> That's fine. I didn't have Kittle last week. Well, I did in one league and I won, but I'll take Kittle this week. Yeah, damn it. You need a yeah. big bag of dicks. <laughs> well, well, there there is one pretty decent tight end that's still left. 
Oh, there's is plenty there... left. There's plenty left. I would. Yeah, there's uh... plenty left, but there's one notable name. Yeah, you're about thinking that, you're thinking somebody it. who had four catches for nine yards last week or something like that. Am I? Yeah, Zach. Was that, was that Mark Andrews? Did he have? Oh, Zach Ertz did. Oh no, I wasn't <laughs> thinking that person. Darren Waller's still there though against Kansas City. I don't know. Um, eh, it's a tough one. Gasecki. Uh, boy, oh boy, who would you? Who take did I take here? last week? Did you I take last week? I'm took sorry. Darren Waller last week, so that is out. Took Waller, so I can't take Waller. There you go. Look Waller, Waller, bang, bang. Ching, right. ching. Waller, Waller, bang, uh, bang. Playing Deep Cincinnati. Waller, I'll go. Waller, I'll go. Waller, Mark Waller, Andrews, Andrews this week. I'll okay. take Mark Andrews. Okay. Mark Andrews. Wow. That's gonna wrap it's it up. It's a. Man, this, uh, yeah. This... Who, who I was thinking was uh, Mo Ali Cox. He has mm. scored a touchdown the last week. I had to let him go. Uh, in a couple leagues, but I picked up Robert Tanyan in one league. I have Kittle and Ertz. Kittle and Ertz. Kittle and Ertz. Kittle and Ertz. Kittles and Bits. Bob and Brian show brought up the fact that uh, too bad Blake Bortles never had a wide receiver with the last name of James. Chris Berman would have had a field day with that. Bortles to James. <laughs> Jesus. All right, DP. It feels like it's that time for last call. Last call. What do you mean it's last call? Uh, what do you mean? What do I mean? I'm going to try and find that spot where Jericho goes over the 100 fucking holds because I can't find it right now. While you're any, figuring that out. Yeah, you got any Jericho? You just made the list. Yeah, play a bunch of them. What else you got? Oh, uh, that's is this, is Jericho. Jericho? I think that's oh, no, that's oh, not Jericho. Oh God. Oh. I'll have what she's having. Is this? We have clearance. <laughs> Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Shut up. No, it's not. Oh, give me a break. You people can deal with it. I hate you. I this hate is a you. Jericho. God damn. I hate your hat. No, that's Edge. Wrong Canadian. Oh, this isn't Jericho either. So, I'm missing a lot of these here, I don't know. Hi, my name is Bailey, and when ah! I grow up, I'm gonna be a champion. Not because Remember I'm the last champion, time they feuded, I folks? Hey. so many autographs, and I'm a pushover, and I act like I'm five, and I'm everyone's best friend. And did I mention that I like hugs? Yeah! I'm Sasha Banks, and I'm the legit boss. And if you don't call me the boss, I'm going to stab you in the back. And if you get an opportunity before me, I'm going to stab you in the back. Actually, it doesn't matter what you do, because I'm going to stab you in the back, because I'm the... Hold one, arm drag. Hold two, arm bar. Hold three, the moss-covered, three-handled family gradunzel. Grudenza. I got 200 more holes in the list.
Gentlemen, 30 years of Chris Jericho. So I wanted to have the discussion. Come up with a list of who we think is better all-time on the all-time list of wrestlers than Chris Jericho. Modern era. WrestleMania era. Okay. Okay. Anybody watch the mm-hmm. South Park pandemic special? Okay. Because it's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> I did not. Did not. What the fuck's a pangolin? <laughs> yeah, yeah. DP, you should watch. You should watch it. It's pretty fucking good. Okay. 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 You're going to watch it? Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, I can't believe you okay. fucked that bat. I think you're ready for a pangolin. I think you're ready for a pangolin. All right. Bat. Yeah, it's a bat. Yeah, let's, it's a mouse with wings. <laughs> let's get back to let's stop talking about Mickey Mouse fucking bats and pangolins, <laughs> and let's talk about Jericho. I mean, he's. Is he top 10 all-time modern era? Okay. Who are we going to put in front of him? Stone Cold. Taker. We all agree Stone Cold, right? Stone Cold. Taker. Stone Cold. Taker. We all have Taker. We all have Flair. Flair. Hogan. HBK. I, was, I wouldn't say Hogan. You wouldn't say I, Hogan's I would say, in front of I, Jericho? I no, because the what are you talking is... about? No, no. no. The argument is whether or not Hogan and Austin are one or two. That's the only argument there. Five moves of doom. Fine. Oh my goodness! Come on, Austin Taker, Hogan, Flair, HBK, Hart. Ooh. All right, we'll circle back to that. Okay. Hart's, Hart's a close one there. Austin, Mach? Taker, Macho Man. Oh, that's a tough one. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's another thing you'd circle back to. Austin, Rock, Rocky. Rock. Rock. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't matter! Cena. Yeah. Okay, so we got seven guys for sure. Austin, Taker, Flair, Hogan, HBK, Rock. Cena. WrestleMania era, so we're basically talking early to mid-80s till now. And are we talking WWF only? Talking everything. AJ Styles would be a close one there, I think, too. I'd still put Jericho in front of him. Easily. I I, I would, too, and we we know how much I love Styles. (laughs) I think oh, I don't boy. know that Austin, guys here, huh? Austin Taker, Flair, Hogan, HBK, Rock, Cena. I think a lot of people would put Hart on this list. I think Chris Jericho might put Bret Hart on this list. I think he's Triple H. Triple H. Yeah. I think I think Hart and Triple H are there. Maybe the bottom part of the ten, but close to where Jericho would be. Would you rank on your all-time? From early, like we're basically saying, you know, like from when WCW early '80s ish into the mid '80s became a thing, and WWF was forming from that time until now. 
I mean, I would I would put Bret Hart on this list, and I would put Triple H on this list. I think, and I would have that be. I can't I can't think of a tenth for me. For me, I'm gonna I'm gonna write this down. I'm gonna write Hart down, and I'm gonna write Triple H down for me. So for me, I have Austin Taker, Flair, Hogan, HBK, Rock, Cena, um, Triple H, and Bret Hart written down. I don't think I, I have another I, one. Those that are goes nine that people. I, I can't think of another one to put in front of Jericho. I wouldn't put Hall or Nash in front of Jericho. I wouldn't put the Big Show in front of Jericho. I wouldn't put Kane in front of Jericho. Mick Foley's really close, but I don't think I would put him in front of Jericho because of what Jericho has continued to do. Um,. Randy My Orton. Other close... I wouldn't put Randy Orton in front of Jericho right now. What about Sting? Mm. Sting. Sting. Sting's a pretty good one. I think I'd put, put on Jericho that. in front of Sting, to be honest with you, just because does... Sting is so one-sided and only one period of time, to be honest with you, that's kind of sliced in half with the face paint of the 80s Sting and then the late, the mid to late 90s Sting. Where does Eddie Guerrero fall? Eddie Guerrero, Brock Lesnar. Where does Lesnar fall? Kurt Angle. Where does Edge? I think Edge is at the bottom half of that. I'd put Kurt Angle above. I'd put Kurt Angle above Edge or Eddie Guerrero or Randy Orton or Sting, in my opinion. And I think Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle for me would be the next person up on this list, but I think he'd be right after Chris Jericho for me. That's for me. AJ, you're you're kind of quiet. I, I I see you taking this all in. I'm I'm, I'm trying I to know. think. I'm also, yeah. I'm also trying not to be biased here because everyone knows nickname is AJ. It's actually my name, so it it applies phenomenal. Yada yada yada. So I'm an AJ Styles fan. But before I was a Styles fan, before I was a Shawn Michaels fan, because I was raised in WCW. For some reason, I gravitated to Chris Jericho, so that's why I'm like, I'm trying to think without being biased. Like, the person that I used in every WCW game was Jericho, where Andrew and I played the PS1 version of uh, WCW Thunder. I memorized this stupid little rant that he has perfect, where it's, if you're a true Jericho-holic and you pick me, I promise you'll never, ever lose this game again. I, I remember all the combinations. I'm trying not to be biased, and it's like, all right, Austin, yeah, I would. Rock, I would. Daniel Bryan? Hogan, as much as I didn't like him, that works because he, he's a defining era and everything. Same with Cena. Where's Goldberg? Oh, no, come on. I, no, I think, God, no, I think for me, Jericho is 10, and then there's Angle, and then there's Macho Man, and then there's, like, Eddie Guerrero and Mysterio and Scott Hall and Jake Roberts and people like that. I, I don't I don't know. Yeah. I mean like I I don't see I, I see him ten. I guess at ten. I guess if I was Tim Kirkshin of baseball and I had my list for everybody, my top that no, definitely not. No, 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 not, no, not no, that ten. No, no I not mean, that ten. Top ten no. top ten to marry well, for sure. I mean like Dillinger, <laughs> Macho Man, etc. You know, so I don't know. Were they ever married? Yeah, I think they're married. I, no I mean, idea. I know they were married at SummerSlam. Okay, I get that part of it. All right, folks, you don't have to fucking <laughs> send your hate mail to the real C class. 
in your ass. Send your hate mail to at the real C Platt. I mean, there's nobody else I put at that that I could think of here. I mean, even, I'm even scrolling through my list of uh, theme musics and stuff to see if I got anybody else that pops into my head, but nobody else that I would put above there. I mean, those are those are the li- that's the list for me too. Whether or not you move one or two up or down or whatever, I mean, that's yeah, that's it. And I think Jericho falls somewhere in that bottom to close to ten. You know, maybe maybe a nine or, or whatever. If I you know really debated it, but. The Macho, right Man, the the Macho Man fans are going to go crazy. You have your argument for Kurt Angle, but I think after the nine we've mentioned, actually the Macho Man fans will go very crazy. Like if Double S was on here right now, he'd be shitting bricks. Yeah, he'd be freaking out. But I think like <laughs> these are your nine guys here, and then it's like Jericho and Macho Man and uh, Angle and Sting. Right, I mean, I think those are the next four guys up here for all of us. Now, here's the thing, though. Like, Randy Orton's right there, too. That's a tough one. Randy Orton's right there, too. That's a tough one. Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, I think, are the guys right now in the industry that would be next up on that list. And I know Andrew would listen to this and go, well, what about yada, 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 and I'm excluding New Japan. (laughs) I was about to say, what about Masawa? What about uh, Kawada and all that? Yeah. What about Canyon? <laughs> Who better than Canyon? Who better than Canyon? I don't have it. Damn it. <laughs> you suck, Jack. My favorite one. <laughs> I'll just say it's this. Jericho, Jericho to me is one of the most entertaining performers of all time. He's easily, you know someone I would pay to watch and, and continue to watch and follow and everything he's done and just an amazing career and lucky to have been able to witness all 30 years of it as a wrestling fan. DP, your thoughts on 30 years of Jericho? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like, I know you can still see it or it pops up once in a while, you know, on, on the YouTubes and stuff, but I still remember his debut you know, in WWE when he came in and, and who right in to the, the rock. blue hell are you? Like, you know, that's just, I mean, that's a huge, I was at your huge house. moment. I was at your house. Yeah. Yeah. They're watching <laughs> that couch. Not in your house. Not, not the paper. No, 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 But, you know, like just from, from then on and him, you know, winning that, winning his first title against Triple H, you know, the heavyweight title, you know, on the, you know, when Hebner fast counted and raw and he won the title, like those moments are just so, you know, rare and like member, so memorable that, you know, you can still remember, you still remember him to this day. And it's, it's guys like that. And, and he's, the, the fact that he's so good at what he does both on the mic and in the ring, you know, first undisputed WWE champion too, beating the rock and stone cold in the same night. Like that's fucking crazy. That's just so crazy. And, and, He's been doing it for 30 years and still is still that entertaining is like ridiculous. The longevity of that and being able to be healthy for that long. Not only that too, this is absurd. And, and he still does any, and he sings in a rock band. Like what the fuck, man? <laughs> like you could give some talent to somebody else, brother, but good on yeah. him. He's awesome. And he's, I, I, I love watching him. I'm, I'm so glad he's still doing it and we can still enjoy everything he does to this day. So yeah. Awesome. 
AJ, last thoughts this week? Uh, I mean, with the whole Jericho 30 thing, like I already said, WCW fan, for some reason, at a young age, hell, WCW closed when I was five years old. And the three people that I always flocked to to watch on WCW when I was a kid Raven. were Goldberg, Sadly. Kevin Nash, Raven, and Chris Jericho. Oh, you said flock to. Well, the Raven was when I got older and I learned a bunch of other things, but... <laughs> Those were the three that I paid the most attention to. Goldberg because he was crazy and he had the cool pyro. Nash because he was cool, cocky, and collected. And Jericho, I don't know. I just really loved Jericho. He he was like he looked like a rock star and everything. He had the Ralphus security. He, he was different. He had the fountain like ponytail going on and everything too he had the Ralph of security he was cruiserweight champion he, he his character constantly fluctuated and then that just kept going with the years where he goes to WWF like we've like you guys already said first undisputed era beating the rock and stone cold in the same night going on to do everything more or less playing in uh, playing in Fozzie winning countless world titles, the record holder for the Intercontinental Championships with nine WWE. We both knew that. I know you both knew that. <laughs> uh, and with the first person in the old format for the Grand Slam Championship, he was the first person to win every single championship, too. Like, there was nothing that there was very few things that Jerry has not done in the company because everyone knows who he is. So he's just, hopefully we get to see a lot more of him. AEW, New Japan, maybe back to WWE for one last stint because I don't think he has any problems with Vince or anything like that. But hopefully he gets that last hurrah. Hopefully he gets the, the farewell that he deserves. And hopefully one of these days I go to a Fozzie concert to watch him live. That's an interesting question here to go over real quick. Does Jericho get one last match in WWE? I don't I don't know. I mean, his run in AEW needs to end rather quickly. And I mean within the next 18 to 24 months for that to happen, in my opinion. Because I don't see... A Jericho past his prime in the ring in WWE at all, right? And I'm not saying we're approaching the cliff, but we're not going up anymore. The plateau has been consistent for a while as far as Jericho is getting an older. He's an older feller. So I'll, I'll just, you know, one time around the horn, I, I would say the odds of us getting a Jericho match in WWE would be less than 15%. I think it's more of the getting inducted into the Hall of Fame down the road. Yeah, I'd give it a basically a zero at this point. I don't. I just with him doing everything with AEW, I think that's going to be it for him, and he, you know, gets that Hall of Fame induction somewhere down the line. But after he's obviously done doing all his business with wrestling, I don't. I don't see him coming back to WWE. Hey, I mean. I don't see it happening either, but hey, it's wrestling. Never say never. 
My name is PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tunney. You can find me on a multitude of shows that may or may not be happening recently. Hopefully we'll get back to some sense of normalcy soon. Uh, I.e. Pot is War, Three Man Weave. But you can always find us here at Pot is War and you can always find me or at Pot is War at, at, at Podcast DWI. Yeah. Uh, head scratcher. I, I thought we were done blaming it on the alcohol there. <laughs> DP, where can they find you all over the social medias and on the chairshot.com? Well, all over the worldwide social media interwebs, and it's me, DPP, and on the chairshot.com, not only on the DWI podcast here which is also on Facebook at facebook.com slash DWI podcast, but also a winner is you, uh, which is on Twitter on and Facebook as well at a winner is you, where we always use our head and never forget the cake is a lie. I don't know what that means. AJ. Come on. Portal reference. Ah, fine. Fine. Whatever. You can find me. You can find me on the Twitter machine at PhenomenalAJB. You can also find me on thechairshot.com doing wrestling and video game articles as well. Covering uh, United Wrestling Network mm. on Tuesdays or if fight's not working properly on Wednesdays. I, I usually try to make sure it's within the day. So right now they just had a, another show go up on Tuesdays. They happen at 9 Eastern, 8 Central for you guys. If you're interested or at, at all, so that's where you can find me. You can find my stuff and all the fun things that you can see of the phenomenal Funky Fresh One. All right, gentlemen, uh, we got two weeks to figure out what we're gonna do for the big 250. So, folks, uh, tune in for that. We'll we'll have the 250, and then we'll have the Halloween episode. Oh, I did want to mention. Speaking of Halloween, and that's a nice double take there, AJ. Uh, <laughs> it looks like uh, NXT will be having Halloween Havoc, and uh, and I'm I totally I totally approve. That's I totally approve. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even say it this week. Another edition, the podcast. Loudest fucking thing ever at a wrestling event, right, DP? <laughs> yes, it was. Re-fucking-donkulous! Yeah, Kane's fire could suck it to Chris Jericho's loud fucking bang. <laughs> D-
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.